Oh, hi, Munchers. Welcome to another episode of Monday Movie Munchie Madness. This is your co-host, Michael, reminding you, as I always do, this podcast does contain spoilers. This week, we saw Incredibles 2, the new animated Pixar motion film. Enjoy. Hey, 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 and welcome to another installment of Monday Movie, Munchie Madness. I'm Nick Owen. I'm joined today by Michael Brown. Michael. Hello. You just got your uh, superhero powers revoked. Yeah, I've had to go underground. Oh. Well, maybe uh, yeah, there's a Bob Odenkirk lurking around the corner to help you out. With any, with any luck, I hope so. Uh, welcome, Michael. Thank you, Nicholas. Welcome uh, uh, to yourself. Thank you. <laughs> this week we saw The Incredibles 2. And uh, it's it a good movie. It's a good yeah. movie. What do you think? Yeah, I thought it was incredible too. Yeah. <laughs> like the first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also incredible. Yeah, I agree. No, yeah, very good movie. Um... Yeah, I think I came in, I don't know. Pretty high expectations. Yeah, like, like, I think I said like, like a seven or something like that. Seven or possibly eight? Did I say an eight? I, I don't know. It seems crazy. I thought you maybe went higher than I did. Yeah, we were both up there, though. It's yeah. Seven, eight range. Um, how are you feeling? How are you coming out of this movie? I'm coming out. I was I was thinking about this right after I saw the movie, which was yesterday. It hasn't been that long. But um, I was at like an eight and a half. Like somewhere around there, higher than uh, higher than I, I predicted. Sure. Yeah, I really really liked it a lot. Yeah, me too. I, I think I'm coming out with an eight. Uh, it's just like a good good action movie and good superhero movie. Yeah, it's like definitely. better than any superhero movie we've seen recently. Oh, way better. <laughs> but you know, it's still Disney, so it's not like Disney doesn't know to make a superhero movie. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, they're, they're doing a pretty good job all around, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's great. I love the characters in this movie because which characters? Just all of them. I, I love the I love the way they they kind of have to make up new characters because there are already so many superheroes in the zeitgeist. You know, like there's the whole Marvel general. universe, yeah, the whole DC universe, all these characters, and tons all, of all, all these powers and superheroes. They still are coming up with like clever new characters and. They have a lot of the same powers as, you know, some of these other superheroes, but yeah. uh, they're sillier or they're, you know, entertaining in different ways. I feel like it doesn't, I mean, the plot was, it was good and it was like better than I was expecting, but you don't even need to have like a good, good plot with these movies, I feel like, because they do such a good job with the characters. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know definitely. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what was the plot really? It's it's like superheroes go, you know, are kind of yeah, passe, and they kind of be forced to bad, yeah. yeah, and then they sort of have to campaign to make a comeback, and then there's a bad person who's running the campaign who's actually trying to get them drive them underground again. It's pretty. It's a pretty broad kind of plot. Like you can sort of just jam a bunch of stuff in there, and that's yeah. why they have these these great characters just take over. Exactly, make it a lot of fun. You just have a baby. Uh, Wrestling a raccoon and 
Thanks for some oh my God. pretty quality. Yeah. I love Jack Jack. That is just my favorite character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Need more of him. Yeah, like not even in this movie. Jack Jack might be one of the best characters I've seen in a long time. In, in Pixar movies. Yeah, sure. Right, definitely. Um, was this movie, let me ask you this, because uh, I don't know, but it hasn't been that long since I saw the first one. I saw it for the first time earlier this year. <laughs> But I couldn't remember. Was the first one set in, like, the 1950s? Uh, no. Because this one, it, it kind of is. The 1950s? Yeah. Yeah, they both are. They both are, right? <clears throat> they must be. I just didn't remember that That was the a first cool one. aspect of the movie, because it was, like, in the 50s, but it was, like, the highest tech of the 50s. Like, think of uh, that. Yeah. yeah, it was, like, future 50s. I think it was the 50s. Oh, maybe, yeah. I mean, the cars were 50s and, like, the culture with the, the way they dressed yeah, and the I diners right. and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about it. It's like a, yeah, it's but I like guess a like the futuristic house. utopian. How, does it seem 50s or, like, 70s? I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's just kind of a mix of things they thought were interesting. Yeah. It was all futuristic technology, obviously. Yeah. But, um, yeah, stylistically. I th- that th- I was trying to remember. I'm actually gonna look it up. Or could you look it up? Yeah. What? I just want to know like when the setting is kind of supposed to be. Uh, yeah. I'm just curious. Well, even the house. Like- Sorry. <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say the house was sick. Yeah. Like the, the, they got to stay at. It's so cool. Yeah. I like that. Uh, it was very Big Lebowski. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I was thinking it was like uh, almost like Tony Stark's house. Yeah, it, it was like a like a retro Star uh, Yeah, yeah, that's a good one too. I don't know. What's that guy? Who's that <laughs> architect who makes those crazy houses? Who makes Tony Stark houses? Yeah, I don't know. It does look like the like porn director in Big Lebowski. That's, that's what uh, I was thinking. Yeah, of. yeah exactly. Um, but yeah, the house was cool. I also like uh, Dash. That. Uh, the, the other child Dash yeah he's funny too he's hilarious yeah just a classic like little brother character yeah a little shit yeah <laughs> but he's fast a smart kid yeah you, know, you can tell he's uh, he's, yeah. he's gonna grow up to be something he's gonna do great things yeah for absolutely. sure yeah it's the 1960s motif oh, six says from the original too uh, to be fair I wasn't alive in the 60s so I thought it was the 50s they said there's movies or there's television shows like The Outer Limits and Johnny Quest playing on the television yeah uh yeah another one of my favorite parts speaking of the the shows they were playing in the background was when they had that like black and white like gangster film and Jack Jack was just watching it super intently yeah it's so funny (laughs) I I I think I pissed at that raccoon yeah exactly (laughs) because of the show now I want like a 1950s black and white film noir style Pixar movie yeah like that'd be sick wouldn't that be sick We just went you guys are on air, see? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty entertaining. It's ripe, ripe for entertainment. Uh, I think I think we could do a lot with that. But yeah, Jack Jack fighting the raccoon was probably my favorite scene in the movie. Definitely my favorite scene. Um, I also thought the uh, 
the villain was pretty good. And last week we were talking with Kayla, and she was just like, "Oh, I can't. Like, why? Why wouldn't it be the same villain?" I was like, "What? In what sequel is like the villain the same in any superhero movie?" So this one obviously wasn't the same. Yeah, these Uh, villains are great. It's pretty spooky, right? Yeah, dude, they were creepy. It reminded me of uh, Uh, what was it called? What the 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 villain at first? What did uh, she call herself? Oh, the Screen Slaver. Yeah, Screen Slaver. It was a pretty corny a, name. Yeah, but it's kind of intense, dude. Yeah, for a kids movie. Oh yeah, the the whole like, yeah, it was spooky. Yeah, it was very intense. I was thinking about that. I was just like, oh my god, how are these kids handling this? They had to put up signs about like you know the flashing lights and stuff. Uh, for people who get yeah, seizures. they said they had that. Do they have that at your theater? Yeah. When, you see it? when I walked into the theater, they had a little note that said that. I just didn't even think about it until you mentioned it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of like flashing. Yeah, I, I, it's like yeah. if your kids having seizures, and it was that don't part. Bring them. It was that screen slaver part when they were like hypnotizing. Yeah, where she's like in the room and. Uh, yeah, dude. The whole room turns into it also. It was crazy. It was like something from... Spooky. Yeah, it was something from like a horror, like an adult horror movie or something. Yeah. It was a very intense action sequence there. Yeah, and it comes on the, on the screen with that like Bane-looking mask too. Yeah. Yeah, it was super intense. I, I liked that this movie was very adult. I mean, the amount of children I saw being walked out of this movie by their parents was, was incredible. Really? Incredibles. It was not Incredibles. That didn't happen. I saw, <laughs> you just weren't paying attention. I was with you. I saw, I saw at least three childs. What I saw were like little kids that were just like being like restless because it's a two-hour movie and they have to be like taking them. It was long. Candy and then they brought well, it back. It's a two-hour movie plus. Uh, so you gotta watch that short. Being <laughs> leave and not come back. I mean, I could see it was pretty violent. And what was that? I was just gonna say, there's like a two-hour movie plus. You gotta watch that short film at the, the beginning, and uh, oh, we should talk about that short film. Bow, bow, it's called. Yeah. What did you think of that? I mean, they're all good. Any of the short films before, uh, but it was weird. That this one was weird because she like ate her center. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, it's <was> funny. <laughs> Super dark for a second. Yeah, it was. <laughs> They just kind of let it hang there. Yeah, I didn't really know what the deal was. Also, it made me hungry for for uh, dim sum. Yeah, yeah. It's like give me some dumplings. Yeah, <laughs> they don't even offer dumplings at this theater. Exactly. They, anytime they have like something on screen, they should be have, like giving it out in the theater. Oh, I fully agree. Hundred <laughs> percent. Because when I saw the founder, I really wanted McDonald's cheeseburgers and uh, that uh, been perfect milkshakes. Yeah, I got super hungry when she made like the dinner for her like, her son. Oh yeah, she, I like, know. The steak and oh, it looks so good. I was like, oh, he's turning down this dinner. What an idiot! Yeah, I'm so hungry. Peace, mom. I'm gonna get laid. Yeah, yeah that was a very uh, real human story with a very funny ending when she ate her son. Yeah, but then her like real son came back. Yeah, then I didn't like that part. I didn't, I didn't like when the sun came back. I was like, oh, it's art. <laughs> yeah. oh, I just I didn't get saying that. She, she was just, uh, she's pissed because he married that chick. Like, that chick must have sucked. Oh, she looked like she sucked, didn't she? I don't know. Hard to tell. I don't like to judge based on looks. I do. That's how I get through my whole, whole entire life. Wow. 
What? <laughs> nah, she's. I mean, she, I don't know. I guess she was fine. She learned how to make dumplings even better than the son did. At the end of the movie. It wasn't even about the girl. She, she it wasn't about the, the dumplings son. either. She raised the son like a dumpling. She she loved him. She missed him, and then he grew up and. Oh, and but at the end, it seemed like there was some like uh, angst or like ill will towards their son. Did it not? Well, they were crying when they were eating they, like, donuts. She just, you're, you're just telling me that she was just crying and like when he came home, she was like turned away from him. She didn't like come up and hug him. That's not like she was she miss was, like, him. Depressed about him or something. I don't know what. Well, she no, was there was some he like because she murdered him. <laughs> There's some sort of anger. <laughs> Yeah, because she murdered him and he came back. Yeah, she felt abandoned by him because... he got married? Because he got married. But he was just Cause dinner? He, she, he, was, <laughs> he was her little dumpling. Let me ask you this. How would you feel if your dinner just grew up on you, got married? And then you ate it. And then you finally ate it. <laughs> and it left behind a wife. I don't know. How would that make but you hey, feel? It was a happy day at that. She knows how to make an, a mean dumpling it look like. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, I think the moral was these dumplings look tasty. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> dumplings are bomb. <laughs> also, why wouldn't the son be better at making dumplings considering he was one? He was a dumpling. Yeah, so was. sexist. Yeah. Very <laughs> sexist against dumplings. <laughs> In that whole short story, I was most interested on how it was going to play soccer without getting its head bent in every time. Oh, yeah. He kept getting his head <laughs> smashed. In yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, that was great. Is that a joke? Is it like a CTE joke, you think? <laughs> I don't think so. No? What was that movie about, nah. about football? With uh, Will Smith, yeah. the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Concussion? Yeah, concussion. I never saw it, but... Oh, you know what? I think everyone should. Yeah, I think everyone should as well. <laughs> Terrible movie, but great message. Yeah, exactly. Concussions are bad. It was a pretty good movie. Terrible accent, sorry. You said it? Oh, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I heard the accent was unbearable. <laughs> I was like, give me more ammo to use against people who love football. There's this one guy who plays like a messed up... Um, Taking shots at football. There's yeah. one guy who's a messed up football player who, who does a good job. Yeah. Just turns into some like paint huffing hobo. Yeah, he's like living in his truck. Yeah. He's got like, this stupid Super Bowl ring. Yeah, he's got the CTE. Pretty bad. Sure. And then NHL's like, we'll give you all $50. And they're like, yeah. Like, no. NFL. <laughs> what did I say? NHL. NHL? Oh, no, the, the NHL. The NHL is perfect. Back to... But back to dumplings. <laughs> what, back to The Incredibles? Yeah, back to The Incredibles. Uh, it's a good movie. Uh, who's your favorite uh, voice in this movie? Oh, Jack-Jack. You're good. <laughs> My what? favorite voice? Uh, I got a kick out of Samuel Jackson. Craig, Craig T. Nelson? Huh? I thought Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson was hilarious. Sure. Um, Frozen? Yeah. I don't know. Just because it's Samuel Jackson. Who doesn't have Samuel good, Jackson? Obviously, he's a good voice. What about you? Did you have a fave? No. You didn't have a fave, but you can put that on me and make me yeah. pick a favorite? Oh, my God. I thought I was interviewing you here. Oh, yeah. That's right. So, it all started when I was a child. Yeah. 
when you heard voices. The first time I heard voices. Yeah, it was Samuel Jackson. Yeah. In my head. He's your father. Yeah. Um, no, I think uh, I did like. I mean, they're all pretty good. Let me ask you this. Craig T. Nelson. I, he's a little. He's a little too old for me. What? These are voices. Yeah. That's Sophia Bush. How do you feel about Holly Hunter? Uh, I like her. Yeah. Before. Good voice. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty. You, you once I put an identifiable voice. Yeah, exactly. I whenever she would speak, her voice is so Holly Hunter that I I couldn't like yeah. read the character as much because. Yeah, it, it just seems like super Holly Hunter. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's just I felt the same way about Holly Hunter uh, Craig T. Nelson, where it's just like, oh, this is just sounds like Coach, not yeah, <laughs> Mister Incredible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> same with Bob Odenkirk too, I guess. Yeah, I but I that like Bob but Odenkirk's that character, that character like made it seem like is like a Bob Odenkirk character, you know? Yeah, like right, exactly. It seemed like a character Bob Odenkirk was doing. Yeah, Holly Hunter's character just seemed like Holly Hunter. <laughs> Uh, I guess. To me, I mean, yeah. it's fine. It works for sure. I mean, why <laughs> yeah. not get Holly? If you can get her, get Holly Hunter for a movie. Could you have guessed that? I was uh, trying to figure out who it was. I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk's sister like didn't look like who. I also wouldn't know. Oh, Catherine Keener was Bob Odenkirk's sister. Yeah. Interesting. I also wouldn't. Even if I did know the name, I wouldn't be able to put a, a name to it. <laughs> That would uh, make sense. If I knew the voice, I wouldn't be able to put a name to it. Oh, she's yeah, Steve Carell's love interest in 40-year-old, 40-year-old virgin. Yeah, and she's in a bunch of other stuff. But, yeah, I, yeah you're right. I mean, she doesn't have a very distinctive voice. Get Out. She's the crazy mom in Get Out. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. in tons of stuff. She's, yeah. she's literally in every movie you've ever seen. But Yeah, same with Samuel Jackson. He's, your, uh, he's yeah. in everything. But you're going to know it's Samuel Jackson immediately. Right. Who was your favorite uh, extra uh, superhero like, from the group of superheroes I found? Uh, uh, that's a great question. Yeah, that is a good question. Uh, reflex, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, reflex. <laughs> I like it. He's like, I don't know if it's a superhero power or if it's bad ingestion or whatever he said. Yeah, I thought he was gonna actually just be a guy who just like burps and like throws up or something, but he actually he did, had though. like a no, he had like a good super. He like threw up lava. Yeah, like hell of lava. Yeah. You don't want to mess with reflex. <laughs> who was the guy at the end that you were laughing yeah, at? Yeah, the cracking break up guy. Like, yeah. The break guy <laughs> the funniest face. <laughs> Yeah, that guy's ridiculous. At the very end of the movie, the face he makes is just, just classic. Yeah, just so funny. He wasn't my favorite until that scene, and then he immediately became my favorite. And I thought in my head, I whenever I saw Void, I kept thinking it was Katy Perry. Yeah, because she just looked like Katy Perry. Exactly. I and thought I that same thing too when like I saw Katie her. Perry. But I was like, that's not Katy Perry. Yeah, it's not. It's Sophia for Bush. some reason, like in my mind, it was somehow Katy Perry. <laughs> Who else? Sophia Bush. Is she even like an actress? Uh, yeah, she uh, is. Definitely. She's a TV actress. I thought she was like Laguna Beach. No, oh, that's One Tree, One Tree Hill. Hill. Uh, yeah. Law and Order, okay, Chicago guess, yeah. Med, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD. I guess that's a legitimate actress. Chicago Justice. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wow. It looks like she just turned. In a movie called Hella, where the the L and A at the end are, <laughs> are capitalized. Yeah. <laughs> 
because uh, it's an ally. Yeah. That doesn't make any what? sense. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Set a station as a floor. Hold on, everyone. <laughs> Not from California. Hella. With LA. Tell them why. They don't even. They can't stand the word hella. It's yeah, a Northern yeah. California. They're not supposed to say that. Yeah, you will get razzed if you say hella. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's a very Northern California Sophia term. Bush from making yeah. questionable moves. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I wouldn't say she's a particularly good actress anyway. Considering I didn't even know she was an actress. Yeah. And Isabella Rossellini. She's been stuck on TV since 2002, so. Can you uh, tone it and stick to numbers here, please? <laughs> Calculator boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> you don't just get to yell out Italian names like that. It's a classic <laughs> Classic actress, but you're right. Uh, is that a microaggression? Um, I do have a stat on this. Uh, I think it's the most... Uh, it's the highest made movie or animated movie of all time like highest uh, first weekend I guess oh highest big grossing wise sure nice let me ask you this totally off topic since you're giving stats <laughs> my whole world seems upside down right now <laughs> um, how do you feel about John Ratzenberger <laughs> the uh, underminer. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know that was him, but now I want to watch the entire movie again because I know it's him. So yeah, I grew up a big Cheers guy, so I'm a big uh, uh, yeah, sure. Cliff Clavin fan. Yeah, it's the mailman. For those of you who don't know, yeah, John Rasenberger's the mailman from Cheers, and he's probably one of the funniest television characters. At least from the 80s, if not of all time. The t- best television ca- Just, yeah, like one of characters the best characters on TV. Best actors. I mean, he's a good actor, too. He's just a funny guy. But uh, that, that character was very entertaining. I don't know much about it, to be honest with you. Yeah. This is a fucking movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> good point, good point. Um... There's something I wanted to say about this. Oh, where's this rank on your uh, on your Pixar movies? I know, I'm sure we don't have a mm. full Pixar list. Yeah, I'd have to have a list in front of me to to do that but, justice. But, but just generally, one. I would say it's. I mean, the, it's up there. It's in the top 25 percent for me. Yeah, definitely. Top four or five. For sure. I mean, what what did you like better? Let's we can kind of zone in on it that way. Toy Story, the original one? Uh, I mean, yeah, that's probably the best. Finding Nemo is probably up there. Yep. Um, Are you a Monsters, Inc. guy? I love Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Uh, Wally. Wally, sure. Cars 3. Uh, Cars 3 is below this for me. Yeah, exactly. Um, a Bug's Life. I really liked A Bug's Life. Bug's Life is good. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's my top five, but. Oh, that movie was amazing. I really enjoy out. it. Yeah. Um, so this movie's probably like, yeah, top, definitely top five. Did you like it better than the original? Um, you know what I did actually. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I thought I might. I don't know why I thought that because that's not usually the case with sequels. But I actually. No, I mean yeah. because it was a sequel. I was like, oh, I'll dock it down. You know why? I'll give it. I mean, I can point out the exact reason why I liked it more. More Jack Jack. More Jack Jack. <laughs> 
<laughs> Incredible stories, that'd be like just the most Jack Jack. Dude, I just want a straight up Jack Jack movie. Jack Jack spinoff movie. Yeah. I'm for it. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Just Jack Jack fighting like random animals and then also somehow saving. <laughs> <laughs> like defeating criminals. Yeah, I'll just I'll just take Jack Jack and Edna movie. Who? Oh, Edna. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just be done with it. Yeah. That's great. When she just uh, babysits him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When Mister Incredible comes back to pick him up, and they're both walking down the hallway doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> One of the funnier parts in the movie, right there, too. Yeah. Like a- all my favorite with, scenes were Jack Jack. With Jack Jack, of there. course. Exactly. He's great. I'm just so impressed by all his superpowers. I know, so many. So many. What was your favorite superpower? Oh, that's a really good question. I like just wanted he made himself like five Jack Jacks. Oh yeah. That's always good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, that was probably the best one. If I had to choose one that's not that one, I'd say probably when he zooms himself into another dimension. Oh, yeah, and just like pops out somewhere else near the cookie like, farm. Oh, so he could hear you in the other dimension. <laughs> yeah, and he's just giggling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what a great character. Yeah, that was really, uh, really brilliant. A lot of fun. Uh, we have fun. We have fun. They have fun. What a great family. Yeah. Nicholas Bird, voice of Jack Jack. Uh, Is he a baby? <laughs> So seeing like archival footage too, like then there's like mystery around the, the voice of Jack Jack. Like it's not fully known. Oh really? Because on be IMDb like it says Nicholas Bird, but yeah. Um, yeah, that looks like a full grown person, right? Well, he was born in 1994, but he has a picture of a child, and he's also the voice of Squirt in uh, Finding Nemo. Yeah, but like, let me see but, uh, if I can show you this picture. No, I saw it earlier. Oh yeah. Uh huh. It's a child's picture, like a like a kid's born ninety four. Yeah, it's like a it's like a kid's school. But that's also picture. from the. Uh, it, it's like a picture of him oh, from when he was next squirt, to probably. squirt. Yeah. Yeah. When he was probably a child. Yeah. But now it doesn't make sense that he would be making the voice of a baby, be, right? Yeah. Maybe. maybe you want a baby to do that. Maybe he just like. Get a small child. Get a smaller child. Not someone born in nineteen ninety four. Yeah, how old is that? A real baby. Yeah. How old is that? Don't answer that. You don't. I'm not good at math. Yeah. Ask the statistician. It's about like 24. In, yeah, if he was born in 1994. Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah 24. Do 24 year olds make baby noises? I doubt it. I don't think so. I feel like you grow out of that by 16, 17. Yeah. So they used his voice from when he recorded a squirt. That's why it says archival footage. Is that what it says? In the trivia for this movie. Archival uh, footage. Wow. Or maybe his parents were just like, like, recorded baby noises. Or something. Was, no, they had archived quality audio. Yeah. They had archived footage of him as a baby. Yeah. We have these high just quality in case audio. Oh, we have high quality baby audio for sale. <laughs> It'll sound great in 2018. Yeah, exactly. He's got to be someone's. Oh, you know what? I say. I say he's got to be someone's kid. He's Nicholas Burt, his fucking dad. Oh, his dad rode right. So maybe he did. Yeah, I guarantee they had access to a sound booth. What else has Brad Bird done? That's what I was gonna say. Did he do Finding Nemo? If he, uh, uh, we'll find out. He did Ratatouille. He did Iron Giant. He did Tomorrowland. He did Monsters University. The, f- the first Incredibles. All right, now hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
This is what he's he's won two Oscars. Ah. The guy's a two Oscar winner. He's directed the first Incredibles and Ratatouille, and also <laughs> Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol, <laughs> The Iron Giant. <laughs> Oh, what? There is a Jack Jack Attack Dude, movie. I just saw that Jack, at the Jack same Attack? time as yeah. you said that, and I have to see that. No, no it came out 2005. 2005. Uh, it was a five minute short. Can I watch this right now? The Pars baby Jack Jack is thought to be normal, not having any superpowers like his parents or siblings, but when an outsider is hired to watch him, Jack Jack shows off his true potential. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. We'll find that. Watch it. Did we. Did I mention that he directed Mission Impossible and Ghost Protocol? Yes, he did. Which is one of the better Mission Impossible movies. Yes, yes, yes. This movie had great action. Yeah, it was a high-quality action movie. Oh, no question. No question. Yeah. First PG uh, Disney movie that they made a sequel to. Really? The rest The rest are G. G. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, that is. Not that interesting, but kind of interesting. Oh, and I was wow. thinking, like, is this a different rating than most? Because it seemed, like, more violent than... How about this? They talked about people dying in this. What, you got something? Well, earlier you mentioned something about, about a number, casualties. so I got a number for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, you... I got a number also, but... Okay. You go first. You mentioned that uh, it was the highest gross uh, domestic opening. It was $180 million and it beat Finding Dory, which was oh. 135 I have not seen Finding Dory, have either mm-hmm. of you? Not yet. I say no, not yet, because I will. Yeah. I heard it's good. Yeah. And it also... Of uh, course world, it's good. Yeah, worldwide, it made 231. 231 million. Seems like a high number. Yeah. Best thing, Ice Age Dawn of the Dinosaurs. Not a Disney made in 2009. Movie. Did anyone see Ice Age? Wasn't that Dream? I saw like Whatever. the first Ice Age. DreamWorks. DreamWorks. That, no, I, I saw that movie. I Ice saw Age? one of them. I one saw the, the first Age. one. It was not good. I think the first one was not You know, like Ray Romano? I mean, I kind Is of Is it Ray, like Ray Romano like the main, uh, like, raccoon or something like that? Yeah. Do you like Ray Romano that much? I love Ray Romano that much. Okay, I don't love Ray Romano. I like <laughs> Ray Romano. Everybody loves Yeah. Ray. Yeah. <laughs> the entire show <laughs> based on the fact that me. everybody loves Ray Romano. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, just factual. I like Brad Garrett better, whatever that guy's name is. Uh, interesting. Talking about recognizable voices, Ray Romano. Yeah. yeah. It's a good voice. I, it's not bad. I'm just saying that I didn't like the, the storyline of that movie. It was very weak. I'm just saying I like Ray Romano. I don't care for Ice Age. Yeah. Or any of the sequels. Okay. And uh, here's my number. The number is 1906. And that's the next movie that Brad Bird is... Uh, Directed. Are you like trying to take his job or something? <laughs> what are you doing here? I said he said he had a number. I said I also had a number. It's okay, it's okay. Just saying. Just want to make sure there's a division of labor going on here. Well, hey, if you want, I want to come through with that number that right. I promised you guys. You know what? The number is 1906. I think this comes back to me. Do you know what it's about? Do you get? <laughs> can, I, can I finish this? Yeah, of course. Do you know what it's about? Do you know what historical moment happened in 1906? Yeah, the Titanic sank. No. Well, maybe. I don't know. Uh, what, what earthquake? Yeah, San Francisco earthquake. Oh! When did the Titanic sink? That's a I don't know. Was it the same year of the San Francisco earthquake? No, I don't think so. I feel like it was in the 40s. <laughs> when the Titanic sank? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, it was in 1912. Yeah. 
That's close. That's way off. <laughs> so is this same, okay? So they're making a Disney Pixar movie about? No, just Brad Bird is directing uh, it. A so young man really discovers cool. a series of secrets and lies that left San Francisco highly vulnerable to the fires that engulfed it Ooh. in the aftermath of the historical 1906 earthquake. You know what? They should uh, they should make this. Oh, it is be- animated. They should make the story be Jack Jack gets unleashed in San Francisco and lights the whole thing on fire. And then puts it out himself. And yeah. Oh, now then Frozone comes in and kind of put it yeah. through that. They could do this. They could meld the incredible and the San Francisco earthquake into one. It's not it's too early, though. It's 1906 and they're in the 60s. Yeah. Yeah, but Jack Jack. Movie magic. It's a young child. Jack Jack can go back in time. That's one of his powers. Apparently he's been a baby since 2005, so the kid doesn't age quickly. (laughs) Probably too busy developing those superpowers. Did you guys have the actors uh, before the movie thanking you? Uh, we had and Samuel like, L. apologizing. Apologizing and thanking us. Yeah, exactly. Oh, ap- oh for being like, so oh, long. I'm sorry, it's 14 years. Did you know it had been 14 years? That kind of blew my mind grapes a little bit. It seems long, but I don't know. I'm, it's nothing you have to apologize for. I, That's I get it. Don't apologize. Yeah, man. no, Take yeah. Your time, dude. Thank you. You had shit to do. You made like 30 movies since then. Yeah, I should be apologizing for these idiots who are demanding this movie to be made sooner. Yeah, now it's good. Yeah, good timing. This movie's great. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, I just saw the to first one like movie. three months ago, so <laughs> <laughs> this is great timing for me. Well, yeah. No need to apologize for making good movies. Keep it up. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, Pixar Land? Yeah, it opens right? like June 23rd or something like that. At Disneyland? Yeah. Um, they're going to obviously have some sort of an Incredibles ride. You think? Some sort of Incredibles attraction? They must. Yeah, I don't know. I hope it's like a Jack Jack uh, roller coaster. Roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go on it. Yeah. We got to plan our next trip to Disneyland. Well, so they have like, they have California Screaming. Is it still going to be like. California Screaming branded, or oh. yeah, it's they were painting it like a what was it like a metallic color? Is, actually, is that gonna be an Incredibles right? That's what I'm, I'm not possible. joking when I say a Jack Jack roller coaster. I think it might Dude, be the down. Incredibles roller coaster. It could be a Frozone roller coaster if it's silver. I mean, like riding a thing of ice. Well, you or it'd probably be blue if it's Frozone, right? Yeah, probably. I'm just guessing. Yeah. All I know is I'm excited to go back to Disneyland when that opens up. When Star Wars Land opens up. When does Star Wars Land open up? We we'll start on that. I don't know. Either of you. 2018, I think. I think 2019. Oh. Ooh. Ooh, no, no, no. That's too long. <laughs> I don't know about that. Who says we're even going to see tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? But all in 2019. I don't know. It's a. Uh, it is. California Screaming is being rebranded into an Incredibles. Uh, I'm, I got this here. OC register. OC being for, stand for uh, Orange County. It says, uh, 
this remake will keep the existing structure but add new elements to the theme to the superhero family of the characters from the popular Incredibles movie so there you go we'll, oh, I like that I'm sure there will be a Jack Jack element to that yeah nothing stays like that generic Disney theme for very long at Disneyland yeah you know what I mean like they'll find something they'll put it in and then they'll like, like with the like with the Guardians yeah like with the Cars ride like with Guardians like with uh, what else the submarines Oh yeah, it certainly never gets stale. Now. Yeah, it's good. I got a number. Let's hear it. Twenty nineteen. Ooh, summer of twenty nineteen for the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So plan our trip now. We'll just say like what? Yeah. To, oh wait, wait that's Disneyland fall Resort. Fall or winter. Disney World Resort. I'm in. Hold on, just a second. Count me. Wait, in 2019 as well, Disneyland. Both 2019, Disney World, Disneyland. So if you're East Coast, you got it too. Yeah, and if you're in Europe, <laughs> if you're in Europe or the Don't rest worry. of the world, just come uh, visit us here in California. Yeah. Write to us. Or write to us. At mmmmpod at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Twitter at mmmmpod. Or on Instagram at Quad M Pod. I'll spell it out like that. <laughs> uh, you got anything else on this movie or on uh, uh, the Incredibles my, ride at Disneyland? One of my favorite rides at California Adventure is what was that roller coaster. So I'm looking California forward to it. Yeah. Looking forward to opening it back up. I love the Incredibles, so I'm looking forward to an Incredibles theme. It's going to be an incredible ride. Yeah, it's been an incredible ride. It'll continue to be incredible too. Yeah, now it's incredible too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Go see this movie. Uh, I don't care if the lines are long. You guys can handle it for the movie. Yeah. Or the right. Oh, Munchers. I want to say something about theater going experiences here. Let's hear it. So uh, this sounds. The status- po- this seems p- positive, but I have a feeling it's not. It's not. <laughs> Statistician, I went to see this movie on opening weekend, to be fair. Saturday of opening weekend. Um, afternoon showing. So, you know, you're going to have you're gonna have lots of families bring their kids and whatnot. Children, yeah. A lot of children. Very long line at the theater. There were many people doing this, but this one guy in particular brought, like, a pile of sweatshirts. I'm talking probably no hubris eight sweatshirts this was to save seats saved seats by putting a different sweatshirt on each seat and then sat in the row and for how many like 20 seats dude it was at least like a total of nine people oh man and he was the only one there and never have I wanted to just uppercut someone in the middle of a movie theater so badly. What, what should he have done? And just had all of his children. Uh, probably just brought the people there. with him. Yeah. yeah, there should be there should be some serious rules about saving more than I get saving one seat. Someone's it's got to be some sort of percentage, like fifty percent. Yeah, at least have fifty percent of the people. Yeah, I think if you can take up every other seat, that's fine. Yeah. Everyone saves one seat. I'm gonna say there's a one seat limit. Munchers, let's establish this worldwide. We have listeners in over 80 countries, I assume. <laughs> let's He's not the numbers guy. Worldwide. He is not the numbers I guy. I see lots of flags pop up when I look at the, the demographics of There's this There's a podcast. lot of countries. Well, many countries. It's probably more than 80. Don't save more than one seat, because if you do, you're not a muncher. You're being an asshole. 
right? It was very extra. Yeah. yeah that's too this much. This has been a PSA from Michael Brown on yeah. movie going experience. Yeah. It'll be a better no, role I for all of us. I completely agree with you. I think uh, 50% is a good number. Yeah. You can save one seat per person. We'll be doing uh, some market research around that and, be, and writing a, an expose and an essay. So, Is it okay if the people that? were already there and were getting food and were just leaving? No. Eight people don't need to get food for <laughs> <Yeah>. one guy. <laughs> um, That's what I'm saying. Like, send eight, eight, yeah. you, If you're with two people, one person gets food. I mean, hey, if you're with eight people, maybe four people need to get this food. This problem is kind of on the wayside, though, because of the uh, seat reserving systems that a lot of theaters are put into place. True. This is only applicable to theaters where you can't reserve seats. Yeah. Um, no, but I'm saying, like, I think probably in the future, even that theater that you went to will probably switch to, like, a reserved seating style, and uh, that problem won't exist too much longer. Um, are a lot of AMC switching over? They seem to be kind of the holdouts on the whole system. AMC seems to be... They do seem to be, but I don't know. It seems like that would be the way to keep going like I don't know yeah. if they are going to but then we run into the problem no they they always advertise uh, their luxury the recliners but we haven't seen them around here right at any AMC's no and I mean the other well but they're always advertising them is the is well yeah remember the like, we're talking like pops up all the popcorn I finally went to one but it was like East Bay I think like uh Newark, or I don't remember where it was. And it was like reserve seats and everything? Yeah, and they even had, like, when you buy your tickets, there wasn't even a person there. Like, it was like a screen, like, like a red line. box almost. Oh, uh, yeah. And you just buy your ticket from there, and then... So, yeah, ticket counters. They're, they're taking our gerbs. All those amazing <laughs> ticket rippers, they're gone. Oh, man. Everyone knows the best like part of the people. ticket rippers there. Uh, just see what their favorite movie is underneath the name. On their name tag. Oh, yeah. You know what I like is just how they always know which direction to point you. Uh, like theater 7 to your left. <laughs> theater 3 to your right. Yeah, great personality. They always know what's up. All right, well, a little on The Incredibles, a little on uh, the movie going experience. Uh, you guys got real jam packed cast this you week. Anything else for the Munchers? Uh, I think that's it. Probably something on next week. Definitely want to talk about next week. Um, actually, there's a trailer I want to talk about, but I don't remember what it was. Okay. I never remember because I don't write them down anymore. I left to go get a snack. A snack. I got pretzels, Twizzlers, and an icy. Jeez, you went all in. And I must say, being a Stubbs member, an AMC Stubbs member really paid off because there was like 10 people in the regular line. Oh, yeah. I walked right into those gold ropes, <laughs> right up to the front. I did. <laughs> was treated like a like a movie star myself. AMC Stubbs. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so next week, we got uh, another movie. Coming up the books, <laughs> as, they say. as the famous uh, saying goes. Um, it's Jurassic World Part wow. Two or whatever it's called now. Well, now we gotta find out what it's called. <laughs> Fallen Kingdom, I think it's what it's called. Jurassic World Fallen, Fallen Kingdom. Kingdom. Yeah, um, I'm predicting a pretty mediocre movie. Um, what did you think of the last one? 
pretty mediocre. Yeah. Um, this one will probably be more of the same, I would think. Yeah. But I don't know. It's the same thing with like Star Wars, where I never really get tired of just like seeing dinosaurs eat people. Mm-hmm. It's pretty entertaining for me. For sure. So I don't mind that they keep making these movies. Like, I'll still go see it in the theater one one week of uh, the summer, you know? Yeah. Um, and be entertained. So I'm going to go with the uh, five and a half out of ten. Okay. Uh, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I mean, I the, the first Jurassic Park, the original one, one of my favorite movies. Yeah, as an absolute classic. <clears throat> Love it. Still, love I'll it. watch it again before we it's see this. It's still movie. good. Yeah, because they use a lot of animatronic dinosaurs. Dinosaurs look they good. Look they hold up for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think I watched Jurassic Park before uh, Ready Player One when I was oh, going through some, smart. some Spielberg movies. Yeah. Uh, so I saw it pretty recently, and it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I also saw it recently. I don't remember Maybe why. Maybe I'll watch but... like one of the other ones, Lost World or something. <laughs> Actually, so I just watched. Uh, the last was the last one Lost World was that the last with uh, what's his face with one of the Chris's Chris Pratt no the last one was just Jurassic World okay so I just watched Jurassic World maybe two or three weeks ago you'd seen it before or I, I saw it in theaters and then I watched yeah, it again okay. just a weeks ago um, but yeah it was it was mediocre but I'm, I'm the same with you like I love these movies because yeah. I who doesn't love dinosaurs yeah. Like I would, I after seeing all of these, I would still be tempted to go to a Jurassic Park, but I don't know. I'd probably get uh, eaten. It never ends well. <laughs> Why would I do that? Every time I see all evidence points <laughs> towards uh, negative consequences on that one. Yeah, definitely. I, I still love like the original Jurassic Park explorers and those those jeeps that they have. Oh yeah, so oh, dude. Whenever I see one, a picture of one online. And there's actually someone has a Jeep that like lives near us. Really? And I see it every once in a while and I'm always like, dude, that is <laughs> bucket list for me to own either the Explorer or the Jeep or both. Yeah. Um, but anyways, getting to my prediction, I'm going to say six out of 10 because most likely I'll watch this. I'll be entertained by it. It won't be amazing, but it'll be fine. And I'll watch it again at some point. I, I, I want to know why they stuck with uh, the same girl, the same like love interest. I think she was pretty terrible in the first one. Jessica Bryce, Chastain? No, Bryce Dallas Howard or something like that. Yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard. Ron Howard's daughter. Oh, it's Ron Howard's daughter. That's, That's why. Explains it. <laughs> also, okay. the return of Jeff Goldblum, Michael. I know you're oh, huge yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Wait, that's... That's not Jessica Chastain. No, no, she's excellent. Are you kidding she's me? Not. Yeah, why? Would, I just thought, why would she be terrible in I Jurassic just Park? Jessica Chastain made a bad movie. Wow. Well, nope. Of course Wait, not. Now I gotta see us. They don't even look that similar. No. Michael, I just told you something. Did you hear me? No. I knew it. Well, they look pretty similar. Because your reaction is not. Well, because I'm looking at pictures of Bryce Dallas Howard next oh, to pictures of Jessica Chastain. My job. <laughs> Dude, ready? ready? Jeff Gold Bloom back. Jurassic Dude, Park. He better be back. <laughs> oh, that just bumped up to a six point five. For me. That's exactly what I was gonna. I was gonna interrupt yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, Wait, yeah, before yeah. you give this. this oh no, no 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 yeah. Jeff Goldblum. coming from a numbers guy. Before you give this a number, rethink it when you hear about Jeff Goldblum. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> If you don't love Jeff Goldblum and recognize him as the American treasure that he is, can you really call yourself a muncher? Yeah. I mean, sure. 
everyone's entitled to their opinion, but for me, for me, Jeff Goldblum doesn't get any better than that. In one of the Jurassic Park movies, there's a character named Nick Owens, but it's not the same. If you have that superpower Jack-Jack has, where you can multiply yourself, then you'd be Nick Owens. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And on that... Yeah. Thanks for munching. I'm Nick Owens. I'm Michael Brown. He's Nick Owens. (laughs)